This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Through Project Up, Comcast is working to help build a future of unlimited possibilities. From connecting people to the internet to opening doors for the next generation of innovators, entrepreneurs, and storytellers, they are helping to create a future that benefits generations to come. Comcast is committing $1 billion to reach tens of millions of people with the skills, resources, and opportunities they need to succeed in a digital world. Project Up, building a future of unlimited possibilities. Learn more at Comcast.com slash Project Up. Okay, Rob, good to go. Got the Roman mic? Microphone anywhere? Yeah, Rob, you start, yeah. Um, well, I think we knew it was going to be a, a very difficult game. We've had difficult games with them, uh, with Hungary, as other big nations have had. They're very difficult to break down, and we probably lacked a half yard, I would say, in, in terms of our real incisiveness. Um, I, I think that was more the heat than the, the length of the season. Um, the other factor is that you know we haven't played together for th- you know, three months, but we've we've had two games in six months, and across these four games, we're trying to balance having a look at things, finding out about players and trying to win. And maybe I didn't quite get the balance of that right today, but we learned a lot from it. And um, I have to accept that sometimes you're not going to win matches and you've got to ride the criticism that comes with it for the... uh, for the learning that should help us further down the line. Um, But you know, that we, we are disappointed because, of course, if we're going to be a team that uh, gets to the final stages of a, of a World Cup, then these are the t- types of games that we have to win. I'll let the other guys ask you more about the game itself, but before the game even started, your players took a knee and over 30,000, mainly children in this stadium, uh, there was very clear booing of, of England's players taking the knee. Mm. What, what were your thoughts on that? Um, very surprised. Um, but... Um, I think that um, that's why we do it. You know, we do it to try to educate. Um, and, uh, y- you know, uh, I think, why you know, young people are, uh, must can only be influenced by um, uh, o- older people. So um, I think it's one of those that um, on a day like today when we haven't played well enough and we haven't won the game, then it's probably better for me to accept the criticism that comes with that and talk about that more. But I totally understand the question. Um, um, but I think for, for today, I should just talk more about the football. Next question. Sam? Uh, was, was the heat 
you think that was the principal factor? Because it, it felt, I don't know how you feel, that the team didn't have that kind of pressure on the ball mm. and, and the territory and the domination of possession that they normally have. Yeah, I, I think there were two two parts to that. One is that um, Hungary dropped a lot of players low, which which drags you out of uh, um, out of the areas that you you perhaps want to be in midfield, and they they used the ball well. To we, we pressed very well on a number of occasions and won the ball high up the pitch, and um, either got throw-ins or a couple of half chances that came from that and there were a couple of times where we just didn't have that those distances right and we we went and they played through us and then they had had counter attacks um we also turned over possession a couple of times cheaply in the middle of the field which which led to a couple of counter attacks as well so you know i, I think the game on the balance of play is a, is a draw um it's a, a harsh decision, but I, I knew when it was given it, it wouldn't be overturned uh, on the penalty. Um, but we didn't create enough clear chances to deserve to win the game. Dan, you want to grab the mic? Gareth, you're, you're genuinely um, puzzled. You're, you're not puzzled that it wasn't overturned because it looks, when you look back at it, it does look pretty soft and the, the, almost the, the contact is initiated by the, uh, by the other player. That's what VAR's for, isn't it? Yeah, um, look, again, I think um, I don't want to sit and criticise ref referees because uh, I don't think that's a route we should be going. It, it, it doesn't gain anything, and I think when you've lost it, it sounds sour. So um, I think the evidence is there for everybody to see um, the challenge. Um, but I've got to focus on the other parts of the game that, that we were in control of um, and that we've got to learn from and, and get better at. Sorry, then you'll pass the mic down. Hi, Gareth. Um, talking about control, you, you did seem to lack control a little bit in midfield at times. I mean, did you put that down to the way Hungary played, or was it young players who maybe didn't handle the emotions of the game, or, or just basic sort of individual mistakes? Well, a, a bit of all three, really, I think. Um, the the, the you know, we, we wanted to try certain players. We're trying to balance some players who've come in, um, back players in particular, on the back of not a lot of football. So we're trying to manage that group with, with also knowing that we don't have Gurhi and Tomori for the first two matches. So trying to balance the minutes with, with some players, uh, trying to give people opportunities to, to see what they can do, but have some experience around them. Um, and, and we need these sorts of games, you know. It's um, the the high-level games are the, are the ones you you find out the most about. And Hungary are a, a, a team who are improving enormously. They're obviously not one of the top seven or eight nations that we that we've got to be aiming to uh, to beat. Um, but if you're half a yard off uh, against any team, then you're not you're not going to get the results that you want. Ollie, we'll come to you in a moment. We've just got Jack and Miguel here. Hey, Gareth. Um, obviously, losing this game makes it harder to finish top of this group and get through to the Nations League finals. Mm. How does that affect your thinking, particularly the next three games this month, in terms of going for that first place versus trying to learn things for the future? Well, I, I think we're across the four games, we've still got to find out about players. We don't have any friendlies between now and... Um, 
and the World Cup. So the only opportunity to try things and to find out about people is, is within these games. And frankly, that's better than finding out in friendlies because we're, we're going to see them under pressure in, in matches where the quality of the opposition is good. So um, it doesn't really alter the way we, we view the, the period. Um, as a coach, you've got to uh, balance the disappointment with recognising, OK, what have we taken from it and what, what do we learn from it? Um, knowing that in this role, it's it's different to most others because, of course, the uh, the fallout from a defeat is always much greater. But you know, I've got to I've got to be um, make sure that I keep everybody else on track. Just on that, Gareth, um, did, did that match pose any genuine concerns for you, or do you see it as kind of circumstantial and these games more exp for experimentation? No, I think that we we have a pretty good idea of what our strongest team probably is um, quite a few of those players are coming as I said enough not an ideal preparation but there's still a, a lot we can take and learn from from the games so um, yeah I don't, I don't enjoy losing football matches it's a long time since we actually sat and got beaten a, across 90 minutes so I don't like that feeling one one bit um, and the players are, are very disappointed in the in the changing room, but I've got to keep the balance of knowing what we tried, what we learned. Um, I, I've got to, I've personally got to keep that balance with the whole group. Okay, time for two more, Holly. Gareth, um, uh, I totally take your point of there being a time and a place for these kind of observations, but um, this match and the idea original idea that it was supposed to be behind closed doors was was conceived as as a punishment um, actually it felt like there was an absolutely belting and very partisan atmosphere inside the stadium tonight mm. it didn't feel like much of a punishment uh, what are your thoughts on that yeah i mean that uh, how, how that aligns with the decision is is difficult to understand i think i said that yesterday um, from a development perspective, I want I want and need the team to be playing in front of supporters. Um, but of course, that's not the point in, in this instance. So I'm torn on what we actually got from that um, and actually what the reality should have been. Um, so, yeah, I think that's uh, that needs some consideration without a doubt. In actual fact, the atmosphere when we arrived at the stadium, there were kids lining the streets. It was really friendly. They were waving when we were walking out to warm up. Um, but they, I thought there were sort of pantomime boos when our team came out to warm up. That was different with the taking of the knee, but that felt like inherited thinking to me. And um, what I would say is I hear that still in our stadiums as well. So that's why we do it. That's why we continue to to take that stand, um, and we we, um, we we will you know keep doing that as a team. Have to finish with Nick here. We got Mike Nick. Come over this way. Hi guys. Um, just wondering how you assess the two lads who made their debuts from the start today, um, James and um, Jared. I mean, it was, a, it was a difficult first half, especially for um, James, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I think um, um, it. A couple of passes went astray, and um, he, he got caught 
um, defensively early on, and you know that's a, a, a big test um, uh, in those moments. So um, he, he also was feeling something a little bit in his in his um, calf, which hopefully is okay. But um, I felt we wanted to put Bukayo on at that stage anyway. We were um, give, give ourselves a little bit more of an attacking thrust. Um, so look, it's not easy to come in after three, four days and go straight into the team. Normally, we would do that process slightly differently. You'd start on the bench, you'd have a bit longer with us, we'd, we'd blood people in, but we felt you know, we wanted to do that today. Um, I think Jared um, adapted really well. You know, he looked dangerous from the, from the start. He probably had most of our attempts on goal. Couldn't quite find that final bit of quality to actually uh, steer the finishes past the keeper. Um, but he, his, his runs were dangerous. He um, pressed with Endeavour for the team. So, you know, I'm sure he'll be really pleased with, with the way he's done. Okay, everybody, I have to wrap it up there. Thank you very much. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts, it's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season, make this December one to remember. Together, click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A new year is full of surprises, but one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take care of orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM. For a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM.